Numbers chapter 26. After the plague, the Lord said to Moses and to Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, Take a census of the whole community of Israelites, from twenty years old and upward, by their clans, everyone who can serve in the army of Israel. So Moses and Eleazar the priest spoke with them in the rift valley plains of Moab, along the Jordan River across from Jericho. They said, Number the people from twenty years old and upward, just as the Lord commanded Moses and the Israelites who went out from the land of Egypt. Reuben was the firstborn of Israel. The Reubenites, from Hanok, the family of the Hanokites, from Palu, the family of the Paluites, from Hezron, the family of the Hezronites, from Carmi, the family of the Carmites, these were the families of the Reubenites, and those numbered of them were 43,730. Palu's descendant was Eliab. Eliab's descendants were Nemuel, Dathan, and Abiram. It was Dathan and Abiram who, as leaders of the community, rebelled against Moses and Aaron with the followers of Korah when they rebelled against the Lord. The earth opened its mouth and swallowed them and Korah at the time that company died, when the fire consumed 250 men. So they became a warning, but the descendants of Korah did not die. The Simeonites, by their families, from Nemuel, the family of the Nemuelites, from Jamin, the family of the Jamanites, from Jachin, the family of the Jachinites, from Zerah, the family of the Zeraites, and from Shal, the family of the Shalites. These were the families of the Simeonites, 22,200. The Gadites, by their families, from Zephon, the family of the Zephonites, from Haggi, the family of the Haggites, from Shunai, the family of the Shunites, from Oznai, the family of the Oznites, from Eri, the family of the Erites from Arod, the family of the Arodites, and from Arelai, the family of the Arelites. These were the families of the Gadites, according to those numbered of them, 40,500. The descendants of Judah were Ur and Onan. But Ur and Onan died in the land of Canaan. And the Judahites by their families were, from Shelah, the family of the Shelahites, from Perez, the family of the Perizzites, and from Zerah, the family of the Zerahites. And the Perizzites were from Hezron, the family of the Hezronites, and Hamul, the family of the Hamulites. These were the families of Judah, according to those numbered of them, 76,500. The Issacharites, by their families, from Tola, the family of the Tolaites, from Pua, the family of the Puites, from Jashub, the family of the Jashubites, from Shimron, the family of the Shimronites. These were the families of Issachar, according to those numbered of them, 64,300. The Zebulonites, by their families, from Sered, the family of the Sardites, from Elon, the family of the Elonites, from Jahlil, the family of the Jahlilites. These were the families of the Zebulonites, according to those numbered of them, 60,500. The descendants of Joseph, by their families, Manasseh and Ephraim. The Manassehites, from Makir, the family of the Makirites. Now, Makir became the father of Gilead. From Gilead, the family of the Gileadites. These were the Gileadites. From Aizer, the family of the Aizerites. From Helak, the family of the Helakites. From Asriel, the family of the Asrielites. From Shechem, the family of the Shechemites. From Shemida, the family of the Shemidaites. From Hefer, the family of the Heferites. 
Now Zelophehad, son of Hefer, had no sons but only daughters. And the names of the daughters of Zelophehad were Mahla, Noah, Hogla, Milka, and Tirzah. These were the families of Manasseh. Those numbered of them were 52,700. These are the Ephraimites by their families. From Shuthalah, the family of the Shuthalahites. From Bikur, the family of the Bikurites. From Tehan, the family of the Tehanites. Now these were the Shuthalahites. From Iran, the family of the Iranites. These were the families of the Ephraimites, according to those numbered of them, 32,500. These were the descendants of Joseph by their families. The Benjaminites by their families. From Bela, the family of the Belaites. From Ashbel, the family of the Ashbelites. From Ahira, the family of the Ahiramites. From Shufam, the family of the Shufamites. From Hufam, the family of the Hufamites. The descendants of Bela were Ard and Naaman. From Ard, the family of the Ardites. From Naaman, the family of the Naamanites. These are the Benjaminites, according to their families, and according to those numbered of them, 45,600. These are the Danites by their families. From Shuham, the family of the Shuhamites. These were the families of Dan, according to their families. All the families of the Shuhamites, according to those numbered of them, were 64,400. The Asherites by their families. From Imna, the family of the Imnahites. From Ishvi, the family of the Ishvites. From Bariah, the family of the Bariahites. From the Bariahites, from Heber, the family of the Heberites. From Malkiel, the family of the Malkielites. Now the name of the daughter of Asher was Sirah. These are the families of the Asherites, according to those numbered of them. 53,400. The Naphtalites by their families. From Jaziel, the family of the Jazielites. From Gunai, the family of the Gunites. From Jezer, the family of the Jezerites. From Shillam, the family of the Shillamites. These were the families of Naphtali, according to their families, and those numbered of them were 45,400. These were those numbered of the Israelites, 601,730. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, To these the land must be divided, as an inheritance, according to the number of the names. To a larger group you will give a larger inheritance, and to a smaller group you will give a smaller inheritance. To each one its inheritance must be given according to the number of people in it. The land must be divided by lot, and they will inherit in accordance with the names of their ancestral tribes. Their inheritance must be apportioned by lot among the larger and smaller groups. And these are the Levites who were numbered according to their families. From Gershon, the family of the Gershonites, of Kohath, the family of the Kohathites, from Merari, the family of the Merarites, these are the families of the Levites, the families of the Libnites, the family of Hebronites, the family of the Maalites, the family of the Mushites, the family of the Korahites. Kohath became the father of Amram. Now the name of Amram's wife was Jochebed, daughter of Levi, who was born to Levi in Egypt. And to Amram she bore Aaron, Moses, and Miriam their sister. And to Aaron were born Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar. But Nadab and Abihu died when they offered strange fire before the Lord. Those of the Levites who were numbered were 23,000, all males from a month old and upward, for they were not numbered among the Israelites. No inheritance was given to them among the Israelites. 
These are those who were numbered by Moses and Eleazar the priest, who numbered the Israelites in the Rift Valley plains of Moab, along the Jordan River opposite Jericho. But there was not a man among these who had been among those numbered by Moses and Aaron the priest when they numbered the Israelites in the desert of Sinai. For the Lord had said of them, They will surely die in the wilderness. And there was not left a single man of them, except Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, son of Nun. Numbers chapter 27 Then the daughters of Zelophehad, son of Hefer, the son of Gilead, the son of Machir, the son of Manasseh, of the families of Manasseh, the son of Joseph, came forward. Now these are the names of his daughters, Mahla, Noah, Hogla, Milcah, and Tirzah. And they stood before Moses and Eleazar the priest, and the leaders of the whole assembly at the entrance to the tent of meeting, and said, Our father died in the wilderness, although he was not part of the company of those that gathered themselves together against the Lord in the company of Korah. But he died for his own sin, and he had no sons. Why should the name of our father be lost from among his family because he had no son? Give us a possession among the relatives of our father. So Moses brought their case before the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, The daughters of Zelophehad have a valid claim. You must indeed give them possession of an inheritance among their father's relatives, and you must transfer the inheritance of their father to them. And you must tell the Israelites, if a man dies and has no son, then you must transfer his inheritance to his daughter. And if he has no daughter, then you are to give his inheritance to his brothers. And if he has no brothers, then you are to give his inheritance to his father's brothers. And if his father has no brothers, then you are to give his inheritance to his relative nearest to him from his family, and he will possess it. This will be for the Israelites a legal requirement, as the Lord commanded Moses. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go up this mountain of the Abarim range, and see the land I have given to the Israelites. When you have seen it, you will be gathered to your ancestors, as Aaron your brother was gathered to his ancestors. For in the wilderness of Zin, when the community rebelled against me, you rebelled against my command to show me as holy before their eyes over the water, the water of Meribah in Kadesh, in the wilderness of Zin. Then Moses spoke to the Lord, Let the Lord, the God of the spirits of all humankind, appoint a man over the community who will go out before them, and who will come in before them, and who will lead them out, and who will bring them in, so that the community of the Lord may not be like sheep that have no shepherd. The Lord replied to Moses, Take Joshua, son of Nun, a man in whom is the Spirit, and lay your hand on him. Set him before Eleazar the priest, and before the whole community, and commission him publicly. Then you must delegate some of your authority to him, so that the whole community of the Israelites will be obedient. And he will stand before Eleazar the priest, who will seek counsel for him before the Lord, by the decision of the Urim. At his command they will go out, and at his command they will come in, he and all the Israelites with him, the whole community. So Moses did as the Lord commanded him. He took Joshua and set him before Eleazar the priest, and before the whole community. 
he laid his hands on him and commissioned him, just as the Lord commanded, by the authority of Moses. Numbers chapter 28 The Lord spoke to Moses, Command the Israelites, With regard to my offering, be sure to offer my food for my offering made by fire, as a pleasing aroma to me at its appointed time. You will say to them, This is the offering made by fire that you must offer to the Lord. Two unblemished lambs, one year old, each day for a continual burnt offering. The first lamb you must offer in the morning, and the second lamb you must offer in the late afternoon. With one-tenth of an ephah of finely ground flour, as a grain offering mixed with one-quarter of a hin of pressed olive oil. It is a continual burnt offering that was instituted on Mount Sinai as a pleasing aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. And its drink offering must be one-quarter of a hin for each lamb. You must pour out the strong drink as a drink offering to the Lord in the holy place. And the second lamb you must offer in the late afternoon, just as you offered the grain offering and drink offering in the morning. You must offer it as an offering made by fire, as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. On the Sabbath day you must offer two unblemished lambs a year old, and two-tenths of an ephah of finely ground flour as a grain offering mixed with olive oil, along with its drink offering. This is the burnt offering for every Sabbath, besides the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. On the first day of each month, you must offer as a burnt offering to the Lord two young bulls, one ram, and seven unblemished lambs a year old, with three-tenths of an ephah of finely ground flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering for each bull, and two-tenths of an ephah of finely ground flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering for the ram, and one-tenth of an ephah of finely ground flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering for each lamb, as a burnt offering for a pleasing aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. For their drink offerings include half a hin of wine with each bull, one-third of a hin for the ram, and one-fourth of a hin for each lamb. This is the burnt offering for each month throughout the months of the year. And one male goat must be offered to the Lord as a purification offering, in addition to the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. On the fourteenth day of the first month is the Lord's Passover, and on the fifteenth day of this month is the festival. For seven days bread made without yeast must be eaten, and on the first day there is to be a holy assembly. You must do no ordinary work on it. But you must offer to the Lord an offering made by fire, a burnt offering of two young bulls, one ram, and seven lambs one year old. They must all be unblemished, and their grain offering is to be a finely ground flour mixed with olive oil. For each bull you must offer three-tenths of an ephah, and two-tenths for the ram. For each of the seven lambs you are to offer one-tenth of an ephah, as well as one goat for a purification offering, to make atonement for you. You must offer these in addition to the burnt offering in the morning, that is for a continual burnt offering. In this manner, you must offer daily throughout the seven days the food of the sacrifice made by fire as a sweet aroma to the Lord. 
It is to be offered in addition to the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. On the seventh day you are to have a holy assembly. You must do no regular work. Also, on the day of the first fruits, when you bring a new grain offering to the Lord during your feast of weeks, you are to have a holy assembly. You must do no ordinary work, but you must offer as the burnt offering, as a sweet aroma to the Lord, two young bulls, one ram, seven lambs one year old, with their grain offering a finely ground flour mixed with olive oil, three-tenths of an ephah for each bull, two-tenths for the one ram, with one-tenth for each of the seven lambs, as well as one male goat to make an atonement for you. You are to offer them with their drink offerings, in addition to the continual burnt offering and its grain offering. They must be unblemished. Numbers chapter 29 On the first day of the seventh month you are to hold a holy assembly. You must not do your ordinary work, for it is a day of blowing trumpets for you. You must offer a burnt offering as a sweet aroma to the Lord, one young bull, one ram, and seven lambs one year old without blemish. Their grain offering is to be a finely ground flour mixed with olive oil, three-tenths of an ephah for the bull, two-tenths of an ephah for the ram, and one-tenths for each of the seven lambs, with one male goat for a purification offering to make an atonement for you. This is in addition to the monthly burnt offering and its grain offering, and the daily burnt offering with its grain offering, and their drink offerings as prescribed, as a sweet aroma, a sacrifice made by fire to the Lord. On the tenth day of this seventh month, you are to have a holy assembly. You must humble yourselves. You must not do any work on it. But you must offer a burnt offering as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. One young bull, one ram, and seven lambs one year old, all of them without blemish. Their grain offerings must be a finely ground flour mixed with olive oil, three-tenths of an ephah for the bull, two-tenths for the ram, and one-tenth for each of the seven lambs, along with one male goat for a purification offering, in addition to the purification offering for atonement and the continual burnt offering with its grain offering and their drink offerings. On the fifteenth day of the seventh month, you are to have a holy assembly. You must do no ordinary work, and you must keep a festival to the Lord for seven days. You must offer a burnt offering, an offering made by fire as a pleasing aroma to the Lord, thirteen young bulls, two rams, and fourteen lambs, each one year old, all of them without blemish. Their grain offerings must be a finely ground flour mixed with olive oil, three-tenths of an ephah for each of the thirteen bulls, two-tenths of an ephah for each of the two rams, and one-tenth for each of the fourteen lambs, along with one male goat for a purification offering, in addition to the continual burnt offering with its grain offering and its drink offering. On the second day, you must offer twelve young bulls, two rams, fourteen lambs, one year old, all without blemish, and their grain offerings and their drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number as prescribed, along with one male goat for a purification offering, in addition to the continual burnt offering with its grain offering and their drink offerings. 
On the third day, you must offer eleven bulls, two rams, fourteen lambs one year old, all without blemish, and their grain offerings, and their drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number as prescribed, along with one male goat for a purification offering, in addition to the continual burnt offering with its grain offering and its drink offering. On the fourth day, you must offer ten bulls, two rams, and fourteen lambs one year old, all without blemish, and their grain offerings, and their drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number as prescribed, along with one male goat for a purification offering, in addition to the continual burnt offering with its grain offering and its drink offering. On the fifth day, you must offer nine bulls, two rams, and fourteen lambs, one year old, all without blemish, and their grain offerings, and their drink offerings, for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number as prescribed, along with one male goat for a purification offering, in addition to the continual burnt offering, with its grain offering and its drink offering. On the sixth day, you must offer eight bulls, two rams, and fourteen lambs one year old, all without blemish, and their grain offering and their drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number as prescribed, along with one male goat for a purification offering, in addition to the continual burnt offering with its grain offering and its drink offering. On the seventh day, you must offer seven bulls, two rams, and fourteen lambs one year old, all without blemish, and their grain offerings, and their drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number as prescribed, along with one male goat for a purification offering, in addition to the continual burnt offering, with its grain offering and its drink offering. On the eighth day, you are to have a holy assembly. You must do no ordinary work on it, but you must offer a burnt offering, an offering made by fire as a pleasing aroma to the Lord, one bull, one ram, seven lambs, one year old, all of them without blemish, and with their grain offerings and their drink offerings for the bull, for the ram, and for the lambs, according to their number as prescribed, along with one male goat for a purification offering, in addition to the continual burnt offering with its grain offering and its drink offering. These things you must present to the Lord at your appointed times, in addition to your vows and your free will offerings, as your burnt offerings, your grain offerings, your drink offerings, and your peace offerings. So Moses told the Israelites everything, just as the Lord had commanded him. Numbers chapter 30. Moses told the leaders of the tribes concerning the Israelites, This is what the Lord has commanded. If a man makes a vow to the Lord, or takes an oath of binding obligation on himself, he must not break his word, but must do whatever he has promised. If a young woman who is still living in her father's house makes a vow to the Lord, or places herself under an obligation, and her father hears of her vow, or the obligation to which she has pledged herself, and her father remains silent about her, then all her vows will stand, and every obligation to which she has pledged herself will stand. But if her father overrules her when he hears about it, then none of her vows or her obligations that she has pledged for herself will stand, and the Lord will release her from it, because her father overruled her. 
and if she marries a husband while under a vow, or she uttered anything impulsively by which she has pledged herself, and her husband hears about it but remains silent about her when he hears about it, then her vows will stand, and her obligations that she has pledged for herself will stand. But if when her husband hears it, he overrules her, then he will nullify the vow she has taken, and whatever she uttered impulsively that she has pledged for herself, and the Lord will release her from it. But every vow of a widow or of a divorced woman, which she has pledged for herself, will remain intact. If she made the vow in her husband's house or put herself under obligation with an oath, and her husband heard about it but remained silent about her and did not overrule her, then all her vows will stand, and every obligation which she pledged for herself will stand. But if her husband clearly nullifies them when he hears them, then whatever she says by way of vows or obligations will not stand. Her husband has made them void, and the Lord will release her from them. Any vow or sworn obligation that would bring affliction to her, her husband can confirm or nullify. But if her husband remains completely silent about her from day to day, he thus confirms all her vows or all her obligations which she is under. He confirms them because he remained silent about her when he heard them. But if he should nullify them after he has heard them, then he will bear her iniquity. These are the statutes that the Lord commanded Moses, relating to a man and his wife, and a father and his young daughter who is still living in her father's house. Numbers chapter 31 The Lord spoke to Moses, Exact vengeance for the Israelites from the Midianites. After that you will be gathered to your people. So Moses spoke to the people, Arm men from among you for the war, to attack the Midianites, and to execute the Lord's vengeance on Midian. You must send to the battle one thousand men from every tribe throughout all the tribes of Israel. So one thousand from every tribe, twelve thousand armed for battle in all, were provided out of the thousands of Israel. So Moses sent them to war, one thousand for every tribe, with Phinehas, son of Eleazar the priest, who was in charge of the holy articles and the signal trumpets. They fought against the Midianites, as the Lord commanded Moses, and they killed every male. They killed the kings of Midian in addition to those slain, Evi, Recham, Zer, Hur, and Reba, five Midianite kings. They also killed Balaam, son of Beor, with the sword. The Israelites took the women of Midian captive, along with their little ones, and took all their herds, all their flocks, and all their goods as plunder. They burned all their towns where they lived and all their encampments. They took all the plunder and all the spoils, both people and animals. They brought the captives and the spoils and the plunder to Moses, to Eleazar the priest, and to the Israelite community, to the camp of the Rift Valley plains of Moab, along the Jordan River across from Jericho. Moses, Eleazar the priest, and all the leaders of the community went out to meet them outside the camp. But Moses was furious with the officers of the army, the commanders over thousands, and commanders over hundreds, who had come from service in the war. Moses said to them, Have you allowed all the women to live? Look, these people, through the counsel of Balaam, caused the Israelites to act treacherously against the Lord in the matter of Peor, which resulted in the plague among the community of the Lord. 
Now therefore kill every boy and kill every woman who has been intimate with a man in bed. But all the young women who have not experienced a man's bed will be yours. Any of you who has killed anyone or touched any of the dead, remain outside the camp for seven days. Purify yourselves and your captives on the third day and on the seventh day. You must purify each garment and everything that is made of skin, everything made of goat's hair, and everything made of wood. Then Eleazar the priest said to the men of war who had gone into the battle, This is the ordinance of the law that the Lord commanded Moses. Only the gold, the silver, the bronze, the iron, the tin, and the lead, everything that may stand the fire, you are to pass through the fire, and it will be ceremonially clean. But it must still be purified with the water of purification. Anything that cannot withstand the fire, you must pass through the water. You must wash your clothes on the seventh day, and you will be ceremonially clean, and afterward you may enter the camp. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, You and Eleazar the priest, and all the family leaders of the community, take the sum of the plunder that was captured, both people and animals. Divide the plunder into two parts, one for those who took part in the war, who went out to battle, and the other for all the community. You must exact a tribute for the Lord from the fighting men who went out to battle, one life out of five hundred, from the people, the cattle, and from the donkeys and the sheep. You are to take it from their half-share, and give it to Eleazar the priest, for a raised offering to the Lord. From the Israelites' half-share, you are to take one portion out of fifty, of the people, the cattle, the donkeys, and the sheep, from every kind of animal, and you are to give them to the Levites, who are responsible for the care of the Lord's tabernacle. So Moses and Eleazar the priest did as the Lord commanded Moses. The spoil that remained of the plunder that the fighting men had gathered was 675,000 sheep, 72,000 cattle, 61,000 donkeys, and 32,000 young women who had not experienced a man's bed. The half-portion of those who went to war numbered 337,500 sheep. The Lord's tribute from the sheep was 675. The cattle numbered 36,000. The Lord's tribute was 72. The donkeys were 30,500, of which the Lord's tribute was 61. The people were 16,000, of which the Lord's tribute was 32 people. So Moses gave the tribute, which was the Lord's raised offering, to Eleazar the priest, as the Lord commanded Moses. From the Israelites' half-share that Moses had separated from the fighting men, there were 337,500 sheep from the portion belonging to the community, 36,000 cattle, 30,500 donkeys, and 16,000 people. From the Israelites' share, Moses took one of every fifty people and animals and gave them to the Levites who were responsible for the care of the Lord's tabernacle, just as the Lord commanded Moses. Then the officers, who were over the thousands of the army, the commanders over thousands and the commanders over hundreds, approached Moses and said to him, Your servants have taken account of the men who were in the battle, who were under our authority, and not one is missing. So we have brought as an offering for the Lord what each man found, gold ornaments, armlets, bracelets, signet rings, earrings, and necklaces, to make atonement for ourselves before the Lord. Moses and Eleazar the priest took the gold from them, all of it in the forms of ornaments. All the gold of the offering they offered up to the Lord from the commanders of thousands and the commanders of hundreds 
weighed 16,750 shekels. Each soldier had taken plunder for himself. So Moses and Eleazar the priest received the gold from the commanders of thousands and the commanders of hundreds and brought it to the tent of meeting as a memorial for the Israelites before the Lord. Numbers chapter 32 Now the Reubenites and the Gadites possessed a very large number of cattle. When they saw the lands of Jazer and Gilead were ideal for cattle, the Gadites and the Reubenites came and addressed Moses, Eleazar the priest, and the leaders of the community. They said, Ataroth, Dibon, Jazer, Nimrah, Heshbah, Elielah, Sebum, Nebo, and Beon, the land that the Lord subdued before the community of Israel is ideal for cattle, and your servants have cattle. So they said, If we have found favor in your sight, let this land be given to your servants for our inheritance. Do not have us cross the Jordan River. Moses said to the Gadites and the Reubenites, Must your brothers go to war while you remain here? Why do you frustrate the intent of the Israelites to cross over into the land that the Lord has given them? Your fathers did the same thing when I sent them from Kadesh Barnea to see the land. When they went up to the Eshkol Valley and saw the land... They frustrated the intent of the Israelites so that they did not enter the land that the Lord had given them. So the anger of the Lord was kindled that day, and he swore, because they have not followed me wholeheartedly, not one of the men twenty years old and upward who came from Egypt will see the land that I swore to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, except Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, and Joshua, son of Nun, for they followed the Lord wholeheartedly. So the Lord's anger was kindled against the Israelites, and he made them wander in the wilderness for forty years, until all that generation that had done wickedly before the Lord was finished. Now look, you are standing in your father's place, a brood of sinners, to increase still further the fierce wrath of the Lord against the Israelites. For if you turn away from following him, he will once again abandon them in the wilderness, and you will be the reason for their destruction." Then they came very close to him and said, We will build sheepfolds here for our flocks and cities for our families, but we will maintain ourselves in armed readiness and go before the Israelites until whenever we have brought them to their place. Our descendants will be living in fortified towns as a protection against the inhabitants of the land. We will not return to our homes until every Israelite has his inheritance, for we will not accept any inheritance on the other side of the Jordan River and beyond because our inheritance has come to us on this eastern side of the Jordan. Then Moses replied, If you will do this thing, and if you will arm yourselves for battle before the Lord, and if your armed men cross the Jordan before the Lord, until he drives out his enemies from his presence, and the land is subdued before the Lord, then afterward you may return and be free of your obligation to the Lord and to Israel. This land will then be your possession in the Lord's sight. But if you do not do this, then look, you will have sinned against the Lord, and know that your sin will find you out. So build cities for your descendants, and pens for your sheep, but do what you have said you would do. So the Gadites and the Reubenites replied to Moses, Your servants will do as our Lord commands. Our children, our wives, our flocks, and all our livestock will be there in the cities of Gilead. 
but your servants will cross over, every man armed for war, to do battle in the Lord's presence, just as our Lord says. So Moses gave orders about them to Eleazar the priest, to Joshua son of Nun, and to the heads of the families of the Israelite tribes. Moses said to them, If the Gadites and the Reubenites cross the Jordan with you, each one equipped for battle in the Lord's presence, and you conquer the land, then you must allot them the territory of Gilead as their possession. But if they do not cross over with you armed, they must receive possessions among you in Canaan. Then the Gadites and the Reubenites answered, Your servants will do what the Lord has spoken. We will cross armed in the Lord's presence into the land of Canaan, and then the possession of our inheritance that we inherit will be ours on this side of the Jordan River. So Moses gave to the Gadites, the Reubenites, and to half the tribe of Manasseh, son of Joseph, the realm of King Sihon, of the Amorites, and the realm of King Og, of Bashan, the entire land with its cities and the territory surrounding them. The Gadites rebuilt Dibon, Ataroth, Aror, Ataroth Shofan, Jazer, Jogbaha, Beth Nimrah, and Beth Haran as fortified cities, and constructed pens for their flocks. The Reubenites rebuilt Heshbon, Elielah, Kiriathaim, Nebo, Balmion, with a change of name, and Sibma. They renamed the cities they built. The descendants of Makir, son of Manasseh, went to Gilead, took it, and dispossessed the Amorites who were in it. So Moses gave Gilead to Makir, son of Manasseh, and he lived there. Now Jair, son of Manasseh, went and captured their small towns, and named them Havoth Jair. Then Nobah went and captured Kenath and its villages and called it Nobah after his own name. Numbers chapter 33 These are the journeys of the Israelites who went out of the land of Egypt by their divisions under the authority of Moses and Aaron. Moses recorded their departures according to their journeys, by the commandment of the Lord. Now these are their journeys according to their departures. They departed from Ramesses in the first month, on the fifteenth day of the first month. On the day after the Passover, the Israelites went out defiantly in plain sight of all the Egyptians. Now the Egyptians were burying all their firstborn, whom the Lord had killed among them. The Lord also executed judgment on their gods. The Israelites traveled from Ramesses and camped in Sukkoth. They traveled from Sukkoth and camped in Etham, which is on the edge of the desert. They traveled from Etham and turned again to Pi-Hahiroth, which is before Baal-Zephon, and they camped before Migdal. They traveled from Pi-Hahiroth and passed through the middle of the sea into the wilderness, and went three days' journey in the wilderness of Etham, and camped in Marah. They traveled from Marah and came to Elam. In Elam there were twelve fountains of water and seventy palm trees, so they camped there. They traveled from Elam and camped by the Red Sea. They traveled from the Red Sea and camped in the wilderness of Sin. They traveled from the wilderness of Sin and camped in Dofka. And they traveled from Dofka and camped in Elish. They traveled from Elish and camped in Rephidim, where there was no water for the people to drink. They traveled from Rephidim and camped in the desert of Sinai. They traveled from the desert of Sinai and camped at Kibroth Hateava. They traveled from Kibroth Hateava and camped at Haziroth. They traveled from Haziroth and camped in Rithma. 
They traveled from Rithma and camped at Rimon Perez. They traveled from Rimon Perez and camped at Libna. They traveled from Libna and camped at Rissa. They traveled from Rissa and camped in Kihalatha. They traveled from Kihalatha and camped at Mount Shefer. They traveled from Mount Shefer and camped in Harada. They traveled from Harada and camped in Makaloth. They traveled from Makiloth and camped at Tehath. They traveled from Tehath and camped at Terah. They traveled from Terah and camped at Mithka. They traveled from Mithka and camped in Hashmona. They traveled from Hashmona and camped at Moseroth. They traveled from Moseroth and camped in Bine Jeachan. They traveled from Bine Jeachan and camped at Hor Hagidgad. They traveled from Hor Hagidgad and camped at Jothbatha. They traveled from Jothbatha and camped at Abrona. They traveled from Abrona and camped at Ezion Geber. They traveled from Ezion Geber and camped in the wilderness of Zin, that is, Kadesh. They traveled from Kadesh and camped at Mount Hor at the edge of the land of Edom. Aaron the priest ascended Mount Hor at the command of the Lord, and he died there in the fortieth year after the Israelites had come out of the land of Egypt on the first day of the fifth month. Now Aaron was 123 years old when he died on Mount Hor. The king of Arad, the Canaanite king, who lived in the south of the land of Canaan, heard about the approach of the Israelites. They traveled from Mount Hor and camped in Zalmona. They traveled from Zalmona and camped in Punon. They traveled from Punon and camped in Oboth. They traveled from Oboth and camped in Aya Abarim, on the border of Moab. They traveled from Ayim and camped in Dibon Gad. They traveled from Dibon Gad and camped in Alman Diblatheim. They traveled from Alman Diblatheim and camped in the mountains of Abarim before Nebo. They traveled from the mountains of Abarim and camped in the Rift Valley plains by Moab along the Jordan River across from Jericho. They camped by the Jordan from Beth Jeshimoth as far as Abel Shittim on the Rift Valley plains of Moab. The Lord spoke to Moses in the Rift Valley plains of Moab, along the Jordan, across from Jericho. He said, Speak to the Israelites and tell them, When you have crossed the Jordan into the land of Canaan, you must drive out all the inhabitants of the land before you, destroy all their carved images, all their molten images, and demolish their high places. You must dispossess the inhabitants of the land and live in it, for I have given you the land to possess it. You must divide the land by lot for an inheritance among your families. To a larger group, you must give a larger inheritance, and to a smaller group, you must give a smaller inheritance. Everyone's inheritance must be in the place where his lot falls. You must inherit according to your ancestral tribes. But if you do not drive out the inhabitants of the land before you, then those whom you allow to remain will be irritants in your eyes and thorns in your side, and will cause you trouble in the land where you will be living. And what I intended to do to them, I will do to you. Numbers chapter 34 Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Give these instructions to the Israelites, and tell them, When you enter Canaan, the land that has been assigned to you as an inheritance, the land of Canaan with its borders, your southern border will extend from the wilderness of Zin along the Edomite border, 
and your southern border will run eastward to the extremity of the Salt Sea, and then the border will turn from the south to the Scorpion Ascent, continue to Zin, and then its direction will be from the south to Kadesh Barnea. Then it will go to Hazer Adher and pass over to Asmon. There the border will turn from Asmon to the stream of Egypt, and then its direction is to the sea. And for a western border you will have the Great Sea, this will be your western border. And this will be your northern border, from the Great Sea you will draw a line to Mount Hor. From Mount Hor you will draw a line to Libohamath, and the direction of the border will be to Zedad. The border will continue to Zifron, and its direction will be to Hazar Enon. This will be your northern border. For your eastern border, you will draw a line from Hazar Enon to Shepham. The border will run down from Shepham to Riblah, on the east side of Aen, and the border will descend and reach the eastern side of the Sea of Kinnereth. Then the border will continue down the Jordan River, and its direction will be to the Salt Sea. This will be your land by its borders that surround it. Then Moses commanded the Israelites, This is the land that you will inherit by lot, which the Lord has commanded to be given to the nine and a half tribes, because the tribe of the Reubenites by their families, the tribe of the Gadites by their families, and the half-tribe of Manasseh have received their inheritance. The two and a half tribes have received their inheritance on this side of the Jordan, east of Jericho, toward the sunrise. The Lord said to Moses, These are the names of the men who are to allocate the land to you as an inheritance. Eleazar the priest, and Joshua son of Nun. You must take one leader from every tribe to assist in allocating the land as an inheritance. These are the names of the men. From the tribe of Judah, Caleb, son of Jephunneh, from the tribe of the Simeonites, Shemuel, son of Amihud. From the tribe of Benjamin, Elidad, son of Kislon. And from the tribe of the Danites, a leader, Buckai, son of Joglai. From the Josephites, Haniel, son of Ephod, a leader from the tribe of Manasseh. From the tribe of the Ephraimites, a leader, Kemuel, son of Shiftan. From the tribe of the Zebulonites, a leader, Elizaphan, son of Parnak. From the tribe of the Issacharites, a leader, Paltiel, son of Azan. From the tribe of the Asherites, a leader, Ahihud, son of Shalomi. And from the tribe of the Naphtalites, a leader, Pedehel, son of Amihud. These are the ones whom the Lord commanded to divide up the inheritance among the Israelites in the land of Canaan.